0: Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalhead, you got Mikey Malpas, AJDK, tonight we're catching up with the guys from Witch Goal here on Canberra Metalhead, so it's great. That was Witch Skull with Raven kicking off the uh, the show with a uh, Witch Skull track because obviously we'll be catching up with those guys later on.
1: Mm. Always good to catch up with those boys, legends. Yeah, man. Uh, so many so many cool
0: stories and so much cool music coming out. Mm. Mm. So how was Lo- Live Evil, man? Did you have a good night? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, just coincidentally, we catch up with the guys from Live Evil and then before you know it we're watching i'm watching them do a show man it's, so
1: it's almost like we you know f- try to preempt the show <laughs> for... yeah well that's
0: exactly what happened with um which goal man like i had them on ha- had ideas to put them on with um just because they released their new video clip but now they've got the support for a thousand mods as well so hey, amen it's, like it's, it's good to
1: yeah good to be relevant oh. yeah <laughs> that's it man um so any more secrets oh um, man i don't know yet i don't know <laughs> I, I i hear we've got lots um the thing is the thing is i don't
0: actually like even plan it just looks like i know what's going on it's yeah. just like coincidentally come he, he, he he
1: totally doesn't map it out <laughs> you have a big map of of all the dates you've seen our gig guys. come
0: on <laughs> exactly right no that, that's um speaking of um speaking of some um, some upcoming doom we'll um impending doom <laughs> kick 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 off the um <laughs> first bracket with um a doom track we've had josh nixon from i exist on before the no, guy the we've had he the he is the doom guy <laughs> we've had
1: the doom he, guy he he is
0: he's a he's a track listing devoted yes. mostly to josh but also to two rad bands so we're kicking it off now with i exist a bomb blues ooh here on Canberra Metalheads. was pod people with the mist before that we had i exist with abon blues two track listing because i exist tracks go for so long (laughs) and we wouldn't want it any other way man Ah. um kicking it kicking it off the first bracket there with some doom some josh nixon appreciation bracket there now I'm going to sing the Doom song. The Doom song. <laughs> um, but speaking of upcoming Doom, we've got some, um, or impending Doom, I don't know how Ooh, you want to say operation it.
1: Operation impending Doom? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, we've got the uh, some of the uh, local doom, Cam- Canberra Doom Kings coming into the studio for a chat, mm. the boys from Skull. But before we kick off that, we're going to start off with uh, one of their tracks, just in case you... Um, you know haven't already heard it or if you have heard it you're probably chomping at the bit to hear it again
1: oh here comes son of the snake on canberra metalheads
0: Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malpas and we've and got JDK. and from left to right we've got
2: uh Marcus.
0: The guitarist from which go. Yeah, 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 yes, and Marcus and, and singing. Cool.
2: Sings plays uh Joel drums. Tony saxophone
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tony plays
4: the bass.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the man beast Cool man It's good to have you guys in the studio We just listened to uh, The Son of the Snake um, From the um, latest album Coven's Will cool. yeah. That's why we've got you in Because you know You've been doing some stuff lately um, w- With stuff from that album It came out uh, last year From um, Rise Above Records uh, We had you in on this, In the studio For um, the release of that one It's good to have you guys back um, The track we just heard um son of the snake uh there at the start of the interview just to uh, give everyone everyone a taste in case they forgot from the start of the show when they heard raven or when they've gone out and seen you guys live um what was it like you know putting that song together and playing that it's got like a um it fits in well with the album what, what was the writing process like
2: that was slightly an unusual song for us because even though a lot of our songs are about s- slow medium paced, it's pretty epic. There's a, there's a few sections in it, and it's it's something that we built up and worked on over a number of years. So we initially had the seed for that main riff and song three or four years ago, and and we always had it on the back burner, and then we kept and then we started rehearsing. And Joel and Tony really pushed it. I was like, oh. And then I realised, no, this song's really, really good. I don't think back when we started playing it, we were actually, like, good enough to play it. But then as we got better as a band, and it's, it's epic. And then we got this amazing singer, Erica, to come in and do guest vocals on it. And I do sort of do, like, Dolly Parton, Kenny... Kenny... Um What's his name? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers duet with Erica, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just—it's really unusual because you don't often hear that. The dude sings one line, and then the—and then Erica sings the next line. Yeah, it was brilliant. I had it. Yeah, I love um, that. She was a duet. friend of Billy's,
4: man. The guy who produced it, out, man. Yep. She's a killer, monster. Like, what? When she started singing, we were just flawed in the studio. I was like. Wow, man, listen yeah. to this. This is a, it took to a new height, man. One yeah. in the studio it yeah. like really took shape. Yeah. And like you said it's a
3: to a monster epic track that yeah. one, man. Yeah. So what's hard though is I'm the one who has to do Erica's part of it when we do it live <laughs> so marcus sings one line and i sing the next and yeah, yeah. it's still killer yeah look i just can't obviously it sounds way better when she does it but yeah. uh yeah no we still we weren't going to sort of not do the song because of that we, we really like playing it live so yeah we just man. i just sing it different it's <laughs> like yeah,
0: that's the um that's the true romantic duet there oh it's
2: <laughs> like, it's lovers yeah. in the night passing by paris along the seine river <laughs> Bearded lovers. <laughs>
4: was it? Was it? Did they say Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers? But imagine Kenny Rogers Dolly Rogers. <laughs> imagine that's a bit offensive, eh? No.
2: Dolly Rogers.
4: <laughs> you got to watch out for the billing the, on that The song. son of the snake song. Kenny Rogers are. Dolly
2: Parton. The son of the snake there you go. song a good song good song yeah tony came up with the first riff down but down but down allow um i come up the sabbath bit in the middle all my things are just going to be basically derivative of black sabbath who i love and live for um and then the last bit tony came up with which is pretty sabbath too yeah yeah yeah
0: stoked on it do uh, like so i remember when we spoke before (laughs) the the accurate description was just like which goals is crossed between like Black Sabbath and Motorhead, basically, awesome. is like influenced by like
3: both sides of yeah. that. Yeah, well, feral, drink for that. I think someone, drive. yeah, someone described us. It sounds like Motorhead playing Black Sabbath. Yeah, right. So we yeah. don't claim to be, you know, <laughs> the same level as either of those bands. But, maybe, yeah. but Where,
1: I think you guys have that the bigger tone, man. You, you guys not I'm not detracting from the from the stars, but you guys have like a, a, a uniqueness that that Australian kind of heavy metal undertone Mm -hmm. yeah like brings you guys to new heights, man it's it's amazing it's it's like an Aussie tone with a Brooklyn
2: it's very unorthodox (laughs) it's very unorthodox or unorthodox approach because and we accidentally just did it ourselves and it was from Tony being stubborn but you know mostly all the doom bands and all the heavy bands that tune down the bass player will tune down too I'm tuned down to B. When I said to Tony, tune him, he's like, no, nah, I want to play in standard. <laughs> and so everything with Tony now, my open string is his seventh fret. Yep. So Tony just plays everything, poor dude. My whole life <laughs> is <laughs> it's spent on the seventh seventh on fret. The seventh Me and B, my life on the And I play fret. The, the open <laughs> B, but what it actually is doing, instead of the bass being an octave lower, it's not. We're playing exactly the same note. In the same octave
3: And that does make it sound different There's no two ways so about it
2: So it gives it a tighter sound It's not the sludgy doom sound Because the yeah, bass has a got sloppy, a tight you know, bass like tone <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't you You're don't. Tighter. You don't have any sloppiness Thank you, Marcus I'm
0: not a sloppy <laughs> <laughs> That's No, it's good, man It's good to hear more about
2: the, um, the I don't know any other bands that even do that I haven't well, talked to bands about the tuning But i don't think there's any bands man that's the thing man so
0: like usually
4: now no there wasn't no bands now when they hear this they're gonna gonna be a
2: plethora gonna be like we want to be like them
3: (laughs) (laughs) he where it all started i reckon with us it's like everything australian bands tend to have like a feralness to them i reckon there's there's a bit of an australian sound with all heavy music where it just comes from there's something that you can just hear there's just a little rough around the edges yeah, yeah. and i think tony although you know he's from new york he totally <laughs> Even more more feral. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it definitely fits in, but there's, it's, I reckon the fact that the stubbornness of just saying, I'm not detuning my bass, this is how my bass sounds, so we'll just have to work around that. That's what's (laughs) helped generate a sound because the three of us kind of are pretty uncompromising in our approach.
4: And four strings. We don't want to go to five, six, seven, eight, nine, (laughs) ten. We want four strings. Bumpa, bumpa, bumpa. All right, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> keep it easy.
2: Everything with us is just ultra, ultra, ultra stripped back and simple. Yeah, like just we just try and play as caveman and as Neanderthal. If you went back forty thousand years and went into a cave and there was the the amps and the drums and you just play real proper. We're trying to get inside the groove. We're not trying to ride over the ocean on a jet ski. We're trying to swim down in the ocean like scuba divers mm. and really get inside the groove. And we want people to dance. Yep. And you know, and So unless it's groove-based, we're not going to do anything jolty yep. and we're not going to do anything that's going to have to... People all of a sudden just standing there going, well... What do I do here? You know what I mean. Um, yeah. So we're just more about the party mode. We want to be like a party band, mm-hmm. not over nothing overly thought out. Yeah, no, for sure. Well,
3: I think that's the Motorhead approach. Maybe yeah. I is that so, yeah. that element, but there's still the the bleakness and the the darkness of. Sabbath and yeah. your lyrical content is, is pretty kind of pretty bleak and pretty rock, out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's that combination of and I think it wasn't contrived it's not like we sat down and said oh this is what we're going to do try and yeah. you know what I mean all you can do is what you do And as we get older, we you know it's that whole thing where it doesn't really matter what anyone thinks as long as the three of us are happy with what we're doing. What other people think? (laughs) It's too late for that. Yeah, Yeah, it's good too because
0: it's um, like a solid style, and I mean, as a three-piece, it fits really well. Um, Yeah, it's just yeah, as a three-piece, it nails it. I actually, I think the last time I seen you guys play was at the I Exist gig um, at at Transit. Um, and I think it was a two weeks after that I had Josh Nixon on the show oh he's our brother yeah yeah so he, he's been he's been good um, that was a good interview actually and um, that was that was yeah, a Josh can talk
2: oh yeah. he's he's <laughs> almost like a celebrity. I never heard him speak once I can <laughs> see him working as a radio or a TV guy yep. like he could host a morning show yeah yeah yeah.
4: Oh, TV <laughs> I'd watch TV then if oh, well, I would, man Yeah, I'd the actually Josh's would. morning show That'd be sick Yeah, yeah I'd watch <laughs> Josh's
2: morning show it'd,
4: I don't know if there's enough exes For that show But I, yeah, it'd I, be the great Josh and I like it would be Morning
2: day. show <laughs> Jason Josh Him and Him and Good morning Fuzz. with Josh
4: Nixon <laughs> Oh, that'd be
0: brilliant it would, That'd be great Um It'd probably, it'd probably be more like a late night sort of like... Oh yeah, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I could definitely see myself coming home from a bar shift and watching Josh Nixon. And, I yeah. actually
2: think he missed his call because I actually think that's what he was born to do. As well as be the best doom guitar player Australia's Absolutely, ever seen. Yeah. Um Be like a, like a dude on the radio or TV because he's just so charismatic.
0: Yeah, man. No, he like... Him being on the show was really rad um, to ha- to have him here, and I guess it was one of those things where it's it was an obvious choice. It just took so long for it to, for it to actually just naturally occur. I never really pushed for it. Um, I just knew that at some point it was going to happen, yep. and he actually messaged me uh, um, about it, and I was just like, "Yeah, I can't believe it's taken me this long to even, you know, to have you on." So yeah. it was, it just, it, yeah, it just. He's
2: happened. absolute quality. He's really selfless. Yeah. So he drove us up to Brisbane and back, and it's driven us to Melbourne, and yeah, man, he's just a fantastic person. Oh, he's
4: in. He's in the Whitchell Circle, man, from yeah. day one.
2: Well, yeah. and I mean, he wanted to be second guitar player. I was open to it,
3: but. Joe and Tony are not. Oh, well. well, not, not that against <laughs> Josh. If <laughs> we had another guitarist, him. that's who I'd want to get. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just, I'm just really passionate about three-piece bands. Yeah, like all all my favourite bands from growing up with three. Or if it was a four-piece, it was just a singer like Sabbath, yep. you know what I mean? But yeah, I, there's just something about a three-piece. You can't, there's nowhere to hide. There's no covering anything up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It Joel would change the whole dynamic, man. We, we love Josh
2: like it. a brother. Um. Joel, but he's from Belconan, and people that were brought up in Belconan are poisoned by that toxic dump. <laughs> <in the river. laughs> oh, right. so, but anyway, Joel, anyway, oh, the, <laughs> changing, anyway, let me talk, man. Joel and I, we grew up in a Ainsley, there's no toxic bubbles there. Yeah, uh, what do they drink Jay- toxic <laughs> swill in Belconan, oh, Jay- baby bottles? Johnny came from Queens. Yeah, yeah. There's no toxic bubbles in Queens. Not. no. But we we love each other like brothers, man. man.
0: No, Ainsley's. Um, I think it's the the. We're not just like like the influence of the just like the nice maple
2: leaves. They're mountain people. They come from the mountains. It's just we're really lucky because. We're not like a band of dudes joining the band. Tony's my, my cousin's husband, Tony yeah. and me are cousins. Yeah, we spoke about that in the And Joel's not like my brother, man. So we, we would hang out, we're mates, we'd hang out regardless of if we played in a band anyway. Yeah, yeah. We do, we hang out, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that just makes it so much better. When you're with people that you love and you, and you really respect, you play better because you want them to be happy. So you try harder. I try harder for them. Really Bad. deep <laughs> friendship. Yeah, you, that's yeah. just awesome, man. It's magical. We're really, really grateful. I'm just really grateful for every second of the day, dude. Mm. Life's so short. Most dudes our age are getting old and cynical. We're like 50 going or 15. It's starting music, to take off now. Young, playing music. And how you feel is that's everything. I think and it's they, also
0: listening as well, like not just playing, but like I couldn't imagine life without listening to me. I'm not in a band myself and I live through listening to other bands. Dude, that's, that's the
3: same thing, as us, man. Like once, I think when you're playing bands, you tend to just because you're just so obsessed with listening to it. Like when we were ten, <laughs> me and Marky we were in a band that did, we couldn't even play. Oh. We were in a miming band, <laughs> but we formed a band. Or so we knew we wanted to do it, but didn't know how. Yeah. So for us, it's the same, man. Man, I, I've got a turntable in my lounge room. It's all. this morning, I just played albums all this morning. Three
2: where I sit, music yeah, yeah. That's where like. I where I sit in my in my cockpit, I. I have a 16-track in front of me, my guitar on my right side, my bass on my left side and my drum machine right there and I record music all day, every day. And if I don't record at least two ideas a day, I feel like I've wasted my life, dude. Mm. And, and anything, an artist has to apply themselves like a painter. A painter gets up in the morning and starts painting. You know, don't, you don't just talk about it, think about it and do it at rehearsal. We live and breathe fucking music, man. Mm. I'm obsessed I even, in my dreams, I'm hearing our songs that we're working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly. You know, you give your body to something and the spirits will hopefully hand you songs. Because where do melodies come from? Do they come from an amalgamation of a billion songs that you've heard in the past? Or are they independent things that are handed to you, you know what I mean? That we're channeling music now, we're not capable of doing that as humans. Our songs are fucking sick, our new songs. We're just stoked. We're so grateful. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's
0: I definitely have to agree with the fact that like you guys um, have like a, a vibe about the the band that se- it literally seems like when you guys playing, you're like channeling that music. It's, yeah. it's legitimately a- atmospheric feel that gives this like this vibe even in it's not the room. it's not put on it feels it just feel it feels We're, like all your th- all your music sort of uh flows really nicely together and has an organic feel about it and um i just think that I, we've yeah. been rehearsing
2: twice a week for nearly six years you know and when you see those bands and it's like a drug yeah. and it gives a drug off and your dopamines are going off on your brain it's like People in Melbourne really appreciate live music. They go out to get that drug feeling. Yep. You know, um, Canberra people very much so. They love the cover music, bands yeah. and things. But Melbourne's a really special place. And, but musicians, like, music's like a drug, man. Mm. You want that drug. I hey, mean, it's like... <laughs> but it's the it's drug's like- energy, man. Like, yeah, like, to get it
4: off the people, right, the crazy you go... Crazy, the people, man! It just builds up and builds up, and it's a power thing. You're throwing it out, and it's coming back. Man, the gigs go fucking sick. We don't care if it's (laughs) five people or five thousand. We're gonna play that same show and fucking club those five people. We try really hard. We all sweat.
2: We do. We all try really hard, and we sweat, and we fucking smash the You give it all.
3: You know, I think think that's one of the things isn't it's is like we we always say at rehearsals we come out of rehearsals and He's you're just drenched. drenched man like and it's not because it's like when we do a gig it's no different if you go to a rehearsal it's no different yeah yeah it's, it's not like all not. of a sudden Marcus puts on his moves that's no, what he does. Like, that's how do. he's in rehearsals. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time. Because so I was having fun like a
2: 10-year-old kid. Like when I did I played my tennis racket for two years before I actually got the guitar. Like we all did in front of the mirror after school, the tennis racket. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still doing that, but now I'm doing the guitar. So when we made the video clips, it was like, Man, I used to do this when I was 10 in front of the mirror yeah, and yeah. Nan would come in and go, you want a peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> looking at me going, this child is like completely in his own world. Because I was probably brought up by myself, created my own fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was awesome, man. Oh. Music's the best. Like all the master philosophers, Nietzsche, and all the, all the awesome dudes, you know, they all say music's the highest art form. We can go to the art gallery, look at a painting, it ain't going to give them dopamine's off like... The, the most ultimate expression of culture, cultural expression, is its music. It's the core basis of any culture. And that's where it comes down to. And it, it, if you look at any event where the biggest, where all the humans get together, and ha- it's always a musical event. It's always a musical it event.
0: It, it brings people together for it sure. It brings people together.
2: The world it's a universal all gone, man. It man. And, and I thought, it can heal people. Yeah. It's healed me. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah Fuck Achievement in my I got no money Fuck money Happiness and inner achievement For your art Yeah That's worth a trillion dollars We have something Mm. that you know billionaires can't buy you can't buy it with money
0: yeah for sure man it's like one of the like you're saying about something that just developed early on yeah um and you guys mentioned in the previous show that you guys were on that and and earlier this in this show that you guys um were in a band like when you first started when you're 15 years old and doing things like that so that's how long this sort of starts like this it goes back a, a long time and then Tony comes into the band and adds the adds that extra
3: level to it but what, what's funny is like the songs that we played when Mark and I were 15 the covers we did were Sabbath <laughs> Motorhead,
2: <laughs>
4: that's it. And we did, Venom, that We Are the it.
3: Road Crew, Iron Fist, Bomber,
2: Bomber, Killed by Death, yep. Green Manalishi, um, Snowblind by Sabbath. Paradeon, we did Paranoid, did but we did a lot Salvation of Motorhead.
3: Sabbath. Yeah, but like so for us, nothing's ever changed. It's never been, if no. anything, like I went off and we both went off and did different sort of things. But what we've come back to with this band is truly what our roots. Joel genuinely at 13,
2: are. had the whole Motorhead collection one and a half times absolute fanatic and 13 years old yep. he knew well we had those <laughs> like, thank god he how wasn't he a know? guns and
3: roses fan <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen how did
2: he know but it's like man yeah. you've got a good ear yeah. oh
3: look man th- that's it but that's what makes all of us like we've t- said this a hundred times tony grew up on the other side of the world at the exact same time yeah. as us and although there's differences, the core music to what we play is exactly, exactly the Those same. Those bands, they He'll just said. So we were all listening yeah. to the exact same stuff, just in a different, just in a different place. Asia. Venom. So yeah, all that stuff. Venom.
4: Funny. Venom. <laughs> Venom what uh, are like the I went and bought that at a record <laughs> shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went and bought, got that and bought those records. I was, like, you know, yeah, it's I was like
2: massive, merciful fate. Yeah. They were my favourite band in Year 9. Judas Priest was my favourite band in Year 8. But when it was like 24th of December 1983 and I was at home and my cousin-in-law came in with his Monero, he pulled up out the front and I could hear this music and he walked in and I was like... Dude, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my God. What it was that? And he goes, That Sabbath, bloody Sabbath, by Black Sabbath. Yeah, and I yeah. said, Dude, my life's changed. And it was like literally a light bulb on top of my head. And I I used to I remember saying to me vividly, that's what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Yeah, look, when actually, I actually heard that. And here At we are. Seven.
0: See I'm obviously like a Generation behind. Couple um, generations, aren't you? <laughs> that's, that's our only, condolences.
2: <laughs> is that, there's only been 500 generations in the last 5,000 years. I think 20,000 years it's 500 generations. So there's only one or two, there's only two or something generations uh, uh, every 100 years.
0: Yeah, so there's like three generations of Sabbath fans though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um so and that's why I'm lucky to have Jay here um oh, he's to, a to, master. To, to to bridge oh, think, the, yeah, the gap yeah. in in, a, in um
4: thank you Jack
0: in, in the knowledge that I don't have about Canberra history yeah. um as far as music goes and I'm part of the like the current wave of, of metalheads in Canberra which is good. Um, But I also, although I'm a couple generations different from that, I still have like a Sabbath bloody Sabbath story, which was my old man. He was around with the Sabbath stuff. Sabbath bloody Sabbath album, he had that on vinyl um, from original press. Like he's all all of his stuff he bought when it came out. So he had a bunch of Sabbath albums, had a bunch of Alice Cooper stuff, which is a little different from what we've been talking about, Alice Cooper. Same era though um and uh yeah just a, like a bunch of bunch of stuff from that time i remember my brother and i was every now and then dad would bring out his vinyl collection my brother and i would just sit there and just look at the covers and imagine what it'd sound like so we're looking at all the all the albums trying to work out what wonder what this sounds like because there's like Iron Maiden in there, there's like a whole bunch, of bunch Seven Son of Seven Son, you know. Yeah. Um, and we're looking at the front cover of that going, I wonder what this sounds like. There's some ACDC and things like that. But the one that we always wanted to know what it sounded like. <laughs> We've been staring at the image our whole childhood and eventually... It's like demonic. Yeah, one, and Sabbath, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath comes oh, up. Oh, it's and we brutal, get, that color. Look, and by the time... So we get to like the age... It's before YouTube, oh, so if yes. you couldn't just look it up, the old man comes over and goes, all right, boys, today's the day we're going to listen to it and we finally be able to hear what it, what it sounds like. Put on Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and from that moment onwards, my brother and I have been Sabbath fans, and we've just that intro to that song <laughs> as soon as it comes on. Good starting
4: place. (laughs) Massive,
0: massive starting place off the bat. So, yeah, that's, that's my Sabbath Bloody Sabbath story. Awesome. And, and it was like generations after it came out, and it's still having that effect.
2: One of the best covers, I reckon.
0: You know, when you see an image and you create a story behind, you know, what what's going on, what's happening, and all it's that sort of stuff. It's such a weird
2: album. The first two songs, National Acrobat's is the one, like the greatest one, you know, I always say, oh, this is the greatest song ever written. National Acrobat, oh my God. A song after Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. You know Sabbath. what I mean? But it's such a weird album because then ever. Fluffy. Comes on man, how long does it go for? (laughs) That's like Rick Wakeman, who just joined the band as the keyboard player, and Tony Amy's little love affair on Coke. And it's a beautiful soundtracky song, but dude, it goes on and on and on. (laughs) It's like on Too Much Coke. It's a beautiful tune, but it's so out of context, yeah, yeah. Well, Isn't I, I know that I know no. that if I, start,
0: if I start you guys on Sabbath trivia, we could probably go on forever, <laughs> I guess. But um, yeah, that's just a good good little story there to connect the the generations over one band that's still you know still massive in the sound. I don't think it'll ever any other band will still have that same resonance that Sabbath did. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah, See we we were supposed in some ways listening to stuff that you know, your big brother but my I was listening was... to stuff from my dad who's like he's like he's, yeah. you know, like your grandfather's age. So my dad bought um, you know, um Power Age from A C D C when it came out and I remember him sitting my brother and I down mm-hmm. playing, he goes You've got to sit down, you've got to listen to this band. This this band's really special. And I remember mm-hmm. being, you know, well, it must have been 8, it was 78 they came out. So I was eight. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm getting this lecture from my dad how you have to respect this band and listen <laughs> to it and understand. So obviously, you just go, oh, okay. And then you put it on, you just kind of go, you know, it, just, it kind of just has, and for me, that album is my favourite ACD sound because there's some kind of, like you're saying, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah, obviously, Sabbath Body Sabbath will probably be your favourite Sabbath album, even though you've heard the others, because that, there's yes. something that you can personally connect it to. Yeah. And so when things like that happen, and it just it just changes yeah so That's we were kind of lucky man effect, like yeah. the people out with the your older brother and my dad and all these people like you know that were exposing <laughs> us to music well um, was the best era for well, was, in my our opinion was the best era of music i was brought yeah. my nan grandmother who brought me up she brought me up
2: slim dusty slim dusty <laughs> yeah yeah where did you go
4: wrong marcus <laughs>
2: That <laughs> made so just I'll seek I'll something sing else. Any out. Slim Dusty song. <laughs> 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 this out. The <laughs> and the lights on the It's gotta be something more. more than me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mine was um, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by um, ACDC. Oh, that
2: album cover, man. I always thought it was like, is that a drumstick or what is that? <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: that weirdo? <was laughs> is that,
2: just
3: that the one you've seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the original one, yeah. And I couldn't... It, yeah, like, it's dude, weird, is When I was a kid, yeah. I
2: was thinking, what does is, what is Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap mean? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea up until like only about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> What an awesome song! It's
0: vicious. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um,
1: <laughs> we've got coming up from you guys. Have
3: we got any any um any news or um? Uh, well, we're playing. Uh, we're supporting One Thousand Mods, third so, no. of April.
2: That's not right, far basically. away.
3: Yeah, so we've we've got that coming up. Um, and what else we got yeah. going? They're from Greece. No, dude, I'm a fan. I've
2: liked them since about 2011. Yeah, oh, cool.
0: That's um Yeah that's a That's
4: a gig that They're
2: Greek dudes It'll be awesome To hang out with them Yeah, yeah. They all look like Tony <laughs> Oh they gotta be cool then They're a sick band Like all the Kais bands I reckon they're the best Kais band Yep Nice. Out yeah. of thousands of guys, bands <laughs> should be a good gig, man. Yeah, we've
0: had that in the gig guide since they announced it, so it's good now to they the headline two big festivals. Um, we I actually planned to have you guys on the show before that was announced, so it's good now to be able to also put two and two together and be like, oh yeah, like also this gig that we've been hyping in the gig guide, you guys are now Announcers as playing on that as well. Okay. So that's that's really good. I love when things like that happen.
3: We're playing at the Bendigo Hotel in Melbourne. I um, think called Witch fest uh that's happening yeah that's happening in is it it's all bands with the name witch yeah yeah it's, it's a different witch from yeah from all over yeah. no 26 You're fucked on it yeah the 26 <laughs> 26 of april witch fest and that's at the bendigo so that's we're looking forward to that because obviously we all every time we play melbourne you know we're much happier there than anywhere else probably <laughs> so yeah that'll no, be good Excellent. Yeah, that's a that's a good gig to have on the list. Yeah. Um, and just purely based off the
0: name too, Like, I'd like to have seen the selection process like, oh, cool, like, it, it would be one of, I think... Which, if, which band do which band. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be one of those things where it's like you'd also have to check the band so they'd be like totally um, impressed by the fact that like not only do you have which in the name, but also a rad band, you know what I mean? Like you'd probably sort through bands that use the word which in their name and then you'd be like... Uh, they got what they need, but I'm not really sure whether I want to have them on the bill or whatever because it might not
3: fit with whatever they're doing. No, I think everything is kind of similar style, and there's out of the five bands, every one of them's from a different state. That's cool. So, That's yeah, actually, so this should be a pretty good night, I reckon. You, we
0: spoke about this um, in the previous episodes that we did, and um, it's Basically, one of those things where it's like mixed bills is where people discover new music. Like, so if you choose something random, like the name of the band, you're gonna have like a fairly mixed bill, Um, and that's where you you know people might go out to see one band and catch you guys and become fans. It's a a sad
2: thing. Everything's become so categorized and genre style, and people only like a certain genre. Like them, Bill Graham, San Francisco gigs. Think of the bands on them bills. Mm. That's
4: good when you, a blues you dude, did shows a like that with all different styles and you get new fans and you you might like a band that you see and you pick up different fans that you wouldn't normally play to. Man, that's a cool thing when you yeah, have you just shows meet, like and that. And you meet different people, people too. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah.
3: Apparently we put the so the Witch Fest is on the Friday night and then the following night is fuck fest and every <laughs> band is got fuck in their name. Oh right. On yeah, Saturday yeah. Night.
4: yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty funny actually. Yeah. <laughs> <The> thing, yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. it works man it's Melbourne that's what it's like yeah, at the
4: Bendigo it's an awesome place yeah that
0: is I, we won't that's a fuck I'm dead sure. I'm, I'm going to that
3: ah uh, oh, yeah right <laughs> there you go come a like, come a day early <laughs> we'll see you there yeah.
0: yep no good man Um, so the original reason that um you guys came up on the radar is um, we've had you on the show before but I seen the um, Breathing Blue Light video crop up on uh, social media and I knew that that was in the works because I'd been speaking, uh, I think it came up when I was talking to Josh about it. And um, once it finally came through, I'm like, wow, because Josh explained some of the, you know, where you guys filmed it and things like that. Um, But yeah, to see it finally materialize as a video in front of me, I was just like blown away because it's such a rad song and then all of a sudden i've got like a video to go along with it as well as just i'm not just listening to it but i'm seeing seeing it as well and as a side note um yeah like you said you um when you rehearse you're it's just like you're playing your show and yeah you're gonna upscale it a bit for a video because it's a visual representation you know you've got like different lighting and all that stuff but um, I think that that video was also a good representation of your stage presence as well it was, was it like it wasn't like you bought it through the roof for the video it's not like when you're doing stage stuff you're not just standing still like you guys re- really um yeah there oh, was all that nailed. dirt
2: to kick around it yeah, was yeah, so that, much man. fun just, that
0: was so much fun and just, the scene <laughs> the scene scene where because well, it's got the pickup i've seen him do that on stage <laughs> like really? pretty much every show so I'm yeah like, that's off it, us, that's it video. made sense that it was in the video because it happens on stage like it's yeah. like i said it was it wasn't like any it wasn't like out of proportion of what i've what i've seen you guys do and yeah. so what was it like doing that you guys uh um, what
2: time did we get there we, we went it. to ca- Old Captain's Flat Mine. I've never been out there. It yeah, was yeah. surreal. Have you been out in there? The afternoon.
0: I've never been out there Oh, before. it was awesome.
2: We got there out there in the early afternoon and we had a group of people with us helping us, but the two guys that were making it, mm. were just full-on professional filmmakers, mm. Like they said they had $200,000 worth of video equipment mm. and mm. the drone, how much was that drone worth? It wasn't just like a $1,500 one. Dude, this was like... I've seen drones in This the was thousands. on a whole new yeah, level. Bright. You know, and when we watched it back, we just went holy shit, look at this. We were I wasn't expecting that. It's like grand epic Yep Really, really good quality We had another guy, Cody Who used to do Lights for Lime Spiders He's an older fella mm. He's r- musical knowledge encyclopedia And he brought the, he did the um, slides on the All the, the big silos songs. That's cool With, with those big silos yeah, out yeah. there We finished up What time we finished? About, t- about 12 o'clock at night nah, It was way after that, yeah, wasn't it? it? Yeah, was like Yeah we but it was we right. had a fantastic day, day. It was, it was, yeah it was, it a was big, awesome
3: long day but it was good real special when it got
4: dark we went oh this is gonna look sick yeah, when yeah, it yeah. went black around us right with those lights we went oh this is because
0: there was that section of the video where like you said with the lights and stuff which just completely normally a video would be like a lineal setting but that completely changed the yeah. dynamic of it, and I really liked. Our
2: that. It friend the Richard, Cran- uh, Richard yeah. Granger, made it for us with his mate. I don't yeah. know what the other d- Roger, Roger, yeah. <laughs>
3: Roger, the cameraman. Yeah. So it was just working with. Um, we're just lucky. We've G- we, we've got a lot of really good people that yeah. that are um that help us sort of do things that we wouldn't necessarily be able to afford to do otherwise. Mm. So we're lucky like that. Um, but we put, we, uh, it's more about coming up with a good idea and if you come up with a good idea uh, and find a good location and then you get the right people. Yeah. That yeah. was an
0: amazing location. Like, like I said, I can't speak highly enough for the video. I reckon that the, the location and everything was perfect and Thank also you. the lighting, everything just
2: nailed it. Yeah, they did an exceptional job. Joel's a master adept at organising people. You know, he's <laughs> just a master at it. So when, when I got there, there's six cabinets. Yep, and there's like filmmakers, and yeah, there's yeah. all this contingent of crew and people come along. It was yeah. it was awesome. It's about having good, awesome people around you. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, it's not. Rep- I know not the feeling sports. right now. Actually, <laughs> no. <laughs> we were blown away like you when we saw it for the awesome first time, people, man. Man. We were just a- as
4: blown sh- away by that <laughs> yeah. when we saw the playback. We were like, holy, like you know, to see yeah. it put together, man. Yeah, yeah. Like with the drone special. flying, yeah, around. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like
0: um, one of those things where someone else has the... You have the idea and then someone else has the method on how to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? I know that like, you know, especially with, you know, things like tattoos and things, you've got an idea of what you want it to look like, but yeah. the artist is the dude that, or, or, or girl yeah. that can actually make it happen. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be similar with video clips or like just like with recording for an album like, like you guys were, yeah. um, you know, like you guys would do with yours, um, recording for an album, you know how it sounds, how it works, but then someone else puts their m- mixing and
3: mastering on yeah. it
2: and- where we were there's a couple of like farms around. And they didn't know what we were doing and you know, it's night time and yeah. they're, they're cranking the PA. Yeah. And here comes this dude and I'm I'm miming, yeah. along, and I can see this dude and he's got a rifle. Yeah, he's got the chick with him, like his girlfriend. Yeah. Thinking, Oh, well, uh, what you boys doing all there? This dude walked up <laughs> behind everybody with a rifle. Yeah. And then we stopped and he was just a bearded young dude going, oh, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> funny man, are you dude? doing that satanic <laughs> rock and yeah. roll business yeah, round here. <laughs> it was like, it was a sort of, you know, like Pink Floyd Live at Pompeii. It was an area sort of like that in that circle, like a metal
0: yeah like I said man
2: Brutal blown, blown
0: of- away by the by the look and sound of that man well obviously the sounds always yep. been been amazing with the album and then to see the video as well um nails it I you- love
2: the Crowley image Cro- Crowley if you think Crowley is holy you say Crowley, <laughs> but Crowley is if you think he's foully. <laughs> So you pronounce it Crowley Like grow, Crowley (laughs) I love the Crowley imagery You know, it's Kenneth Anger movie Yeah, yeah Um, Lucifer uh, What is it? Lucifer Rising
4: Brilliant Yeah, Cody's got some trippy shit, man man. Where the dude's
2: circumambulating in the circle And has had it and knew it Thulemic yeah, the, the sha-
4: that's our shadows at the end. I don't know if you know that. They're on silos that are, like, 40, 50 yeah, feet tall. Yeah. And we were playing in front of projectors. Yep. And, man, to see that one, man, you couldn't believe what it looked like there. Yeah, it was our night. shadows, like... Our shadows you don't really were, like, 30, 40 feet tall. You don't yeah. really you don't see silos. it on it the
2: really video. Awesome, you don't man. get the effect on the video. But yeah. there, our shadows were, like, 100 feet, <laughs> Yeah, it was like... <laughs> on the we silos, We were there. in front of the projector. I said,
4: no, dude, you know, like it was cool and man. kicking yes. in
2: halfway into the clip Roger had the camera
3: where you shoot and it's like sped up it's, you know. oh yeah when they they filmed they made me track against it at twice the speed of the song <laughs> so that then when you slow it down you're it's in like, slow motion but you're still in time with the song right. so yeah. it was weird trying to track along to it <laughs> going towards yeah, going, and going, right, this. What are we doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then we look at back and it's like. Into, and Joel's like, we couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. Joel's hair looks amazing when it goes into it. There's just his hair and it's like it looks fucking. Oh, Joel's mouth, gorgeous so in that part. It oh, looks yeah, yeah, yeah. stunning. Yeah, no,
0: I, that's one of the things that I remember as well. Was yeah, how gorgeous was Joel is, yeah, is exactly, right? Yeah, yeah,
3: we all did. <laughs> Uh, well, that was what we, like you were saying earlier, we, you know, the people that we have around us, they know stylistically what we're trying to achieve, yep. so they try and bring ideas of their own in that fits within it, okay. so we were pretty open to just let them do whatever they wanted, Yeah, cool. you know, and, um, yeah. Real happy
4: with it, man. Yeah, yeah,
3: no. yeah no, really, really good, man, so... Uh, that's that's
0: your um video clip for breathing blue light um also um as part of your last um last album did like some recording for a documentary as well yes now that one's not like out or anything just yet it's just we just know that it's been
3: recorded so that's something to keep an eye on yeah we've got um richard granger who made um our last two video clips He's going to edit it because he shot it all when we were in New York and my brother came to New York with us because he's a location sound guy. Yep. So he did all the audio for it. So it, we're just in the process of getting that um, put together now. So yep. Rich Grange is just doing all the editing on that. Mm. So hopefully in the next couple of months we're going to be in a position where we're going to have... So really, look, it's, it's a bit weird making a documentary when no one knows who you are, but for us it was more about just capturing what we went through Well,
2: people know Billy.
3: Well, that's right. So people are going to take an interest. Like if you're into heavy music, you're going to want to watch Billy making an album if you're interested in heavy music at all. I'd watch it, uh, you know, any doco where a band's making album. Marcus in I'd New York. it's interesting. Marcus it's, in New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's look, worth it right there. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be god oh, for us. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be something that's gonna you know be good for us to have as a um, yeah. I, as a memento of a pretty important time of our life. Going to Tony's hometown, See, my and my making family were all album. there at the gig. You know, yeah. like it was oh, really I cool. Didn't take yeah. Uh, Richie, yeah. he taped a
4: whole bunch of gigs man like of us man here he and over there but there's uh, sh- shit tons of footage man he's got to weed through it you know it yeah. should be awesome you know? but no. we
2: brought That's Charles' cool. brother as well who's a sound man Jason Fuller was there. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, well, we
3: wanted we wanted Fuller there cuz we always knew he was going to be mixing the album back here. Yeah, so it was he did like the a, first album, yeah. He did yep. so the, this one's a co-produced Goat Sound Studio. Goat Sound, yeah. yeah so this one's co-produced, so it's Billy Anderson and Fuller yep. because although, you know, Billy did the bulk of the, you know, engineering with the tracking part of it, we knew that Fuller was the guy that can actually mm. knows exactly how we're he's supposed to sound. He's worked yeah, with us. Yeah. He's seen us live. He, so I think having him mix it um, made a big difference. And then a guy um, called Dave Byrne, made a marquis yeah. who runs Iridium, um, Iridium Mastering. He mastered it for us because we got it mastered in America. It came back and it was just completely squashed, like, you know, real modern, which was like, well, why do we want to make, like, a big expansive analogue album and then just compressed we the hell out of it. Who's was that? You know? So we, we we scrapped it, we paid for it and then had to scrap that and go get it mastered again by David Iridium. Yep. And again, because he knows who we are and what we're trying to do. Yeah. So I we think for us... We spent
2: a year mixing it. Yeah. yeah. So we've it's,
3: just... Now we've got to a stage where we just know who to work Fools with. Fools kept sending us mixes, and it's was like
2: oh, this bit needs to be, and this bit... Yeah, yeah. And then another mix, that bit needs to... Yeah, it was was painful. Yeah,
0: you get sick of that shit. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. it.
2: But we're
3: happy with the end result. We're we're happy, so now it's like uh, it's, it's done, so now we're just looking forward to writing and just gigging this this album you know
0: yeah yeah no that's really really good man i um definitely appreciate the work and effort that goes into it because you guys didn't just put out the album on cd it also came out on vinyl for rise above you got yeah. the um i mentioned before i've got um all three editions of the album the clear purple and and black Sick. oh that's oh, awesome, awesome yeah, yeah so how um, cool is that purple oh one, man i like so the thing is, like I know with collectors, usually you leave them in the sleeve, man. But I couldn't. I would open it up and have a look. Being, <laughs> being on
2: that, being on that record label is such an such an achievement. It's yep. like it's an incredible achievement for us. Yeah, yeah. Rise yeah. Above Records is my favorite record of all time. Label yep. of all an time. Half of my favorite bands are on that label. Yep. Either being on it. it's the absolute royalty with the best live bands in the world. For my bands that I love, you know, mm. the the doomy Sabbath yeah, bands. Yeah. Goat, Snake and Sleep and Electric Wizard and and Cathedral and it it just goes, the list just goes like Church of Misery and, you know, the list goes on and on and on and for us to be there with them... Yeah. Oh, I think I can die a happy person oh, now. Man. When I got, I'm there, so man. proud of myself, and I'm so proud of us. Yeah, man, like love Lee dude, and I love. love Cathedral's my third favorite band of all time. <laughs> yeah. I, I know every lyric of it. To
4: that, he yeah. loved it, man. Yeah, yeah. That I know. Happened yeah, yeah, with that record, well, yeah, like, even that big thing's things Lee happened.
2: loves us. That's the number one doom dude, dude on the planet.
0: That yeah, that's good, man. Like it's uh, even like the attention to detail. Like when I got the albums, they came in a box that was wrapped with writing above tape like yeah. I logo kept was the on the tape
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, what no, I'm major fanboy. I kept the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Did you
4: get them all three at once?
2: Like uh, in the box in with, the, the,
0: with I ordered, the plastic things well, on actually, the corners? Well, actually, I ordered six because a mate of mine got all three as well. So, yeah, it was in like a box, six vinyls all in, in one thing. Packed from, really good from with them. the
3: yeah. plastic things yeah, on the everything. How sick was that, man? Yeah, yeah I haven't opened mine, so I've never... I've yeah, I,
0: I have to admit, I didn't open the clear, but the purple one's definitely, definitely out yeah um, cool yeah so
4: man as Sabbath Purple awesome sick right now we'll um, close
0: it out with the final song but before we leave was thanks everybody for listening and thank you guys
2: for coming oh in it's listening.
3: been an, an, an honour and a pleasure brother. thank you very much thanks to you yeah. and Jay good one yeah. man yeah. thanks heaps
0: yeah it's been awesome having you oh. in it's yeah repeat guests is definitely the, uh, the way to go you guys are the first um band we've had on twice in the interview section we've had some as like a feature like hyping a gig or something like thank that thank you very much but yeah the first band to um come back and do a second show um, thank you so really appreciate it oh awesome oh, it's an
2: honor yeah
0: absolutely honored thank you always good talking to you man Lo- love having you guys in um and make sure you keep an eye on their uh, social medias for any upcoming gigs and dates and things like that as we hyped in the gig guide um they've got the um the thousand mod gig on the uh 3rd of april at the basement um and then um, keep an eye out for any other gigs coming up but for now we're going to be listening to breathing blue light which is the track behind the video clip that we're talking about um and make sure you head over to their page to
4: watch the video as well so this is breathing blue light by which goal on Canberra Metalheads. This is Tony from Whitskull, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads. Please buy our merchandise. <laughs> no, keep that. Keep that in. Let's follow the band.
0: Sorry
2: about
4: that.
0: I I think that it would be. Um, I think it would just be plain disrespectful if we took that out. I reckon we should put <laughs> <leave> that in. <laughs> <laughs> did it on the mic. I feel like everybody is So metal. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's not
2: metal like goats. I, I,
0: I reckon we will definitely close the interview with that. Just like Good. Where
2: we'd you'll we
4: listen to camera heads. <laughs> 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 yes. It's pretty. Yes, deep. definitely. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: That was Breathing Blue Light by Witch Skull. And before that, you heard the interview between uh, Jada Kay, myself, and uh, the boys from Witch Skull. Came into the studio and had a chat. Talked about the um, Breathing Blue Light video clip that which they released, which you can find on their social media pages by looking up um, Witch Skull um, on Facebook. is where they've, they've got it. Um, and also, I shared it as well on our page. So, um, you're hitting it from both angles. Um, but, yeah, now we've got the uh, Canberra Metalheads gig guide.
1: Giggity. <laughs> now it's time for the gig guide.
0: Canberra Metalhead's gig guide. Giggity. 27th of March, you've got The Slaves Awaken I Am. That's got supports from Chasing Nimbus, Deathbeds, and
1: Morris King. Skeet. Uh, 28th of March, and the after Dark Bar, we have Mason, Show No Mercy Tour, featuring Hostel, Clarity Chaos, and Reign of Terror.
0: On the 3rd of April, we've got A Thousand Mods, uh, for the first time in Australia, they're coming to the basement. Uh, that's also been announced that which goal is going to be supporting those guys? And uh, 6th of April at Smoky
1: Dance. 5th of April at the basement. There's Interium, Dead and Chud. Uh, that's a um, South Coast slash Canberra Metalheads um,
0: presents um, gig. So tour, make sure Yeah. Tour. Yeah, so make sure you uh, check that one out. And um, there's... You'll see the uh, geek poster on our um, Facebook page for more information. Check out all the bands as well. Cool. Um, on the 10th of April at the Basement, we've got Omnium Gathering
1: and Orpheus Omega. Uh, of <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip there. Um, on the 11th of April, uh, Boris the Blade and A Night in Texas and Zeolite. We're playing, um, yeah, at the Basement.
0: And on the twenty fourth of April, we've got at the basement the at the gates, the haunted and witchery. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to that, man. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's a that's a big one. That's standing out in the gig guide as well. And also, there's flyers at the end of the bar, and I've noticed everybody that comes in to see them is just like whoa at the gates is playing here man yeah. like it's one of those gigs where you, you have to
1: double check whether it's a cover or, or like the actual band you know yeah yeah well at the gates was like a pinnacle for me man um what do we else we got we got international gigs now we're moving into the international ooh, gig, right? ooh, it's a busy couple of months man got the
0: obscura alarum and somium nox that on the 28th in Brisbane at the crowbar, 29th in Sydney at the factory, and then you at the th-
1: on the 30th in Melbourne at the corner. Ooh. And also got Emperor in April, second at Sydney in Metro, third in Melbourne, and fifth in Melbourne. Uh, that's going to be a great show. Yep, that that
0: second show has been added to the Melbourne one at um, one seventy Russell. So, um, third could, is sold out. Is uh, that is that right? Yeah, yeah. third sold out. And um, last I checked, the fifth was getting close. I think they're selling quickly because obviously it's the second show. Emperor. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Mm. Um, and then finally, um, in our gig guide, we've got Destroyer six six six, and Bolzer on their Call of the Wild tour. That one's in May on the 30th in Brisbane at the Woolly Mammoth. Uh, 31st in Sydney, the factory. And then 1st of June um, in Melbourne at Max Watts. And that's all for the uh, Canberra Metalheads International um, and National Gig Guide, as well as the local gig guide. Skeet, skate.
1: Get to a show, buy some merch, and uh, we'll see you there. That was the Canberra Metalheads Gig Guide. Make sure
0: you go out and check those ones um, and you um check out the events make sure you hit going on the events or um you know helps
1: promoters know yep
0: (laughs) and also helps your also
1: shares uh get bigger and more reach within your friendship group uh the more you actually say that you're attending events uh great to help out bands even if you're not going to still hit going. Yeah, yeah. Because it, well, gives it you that. It's all it's as all well. that it's all that reach, man. Yeah. You know, if you if you miss out on half that reach, you're losing out. Exactly right, man. Yeah. Support your scene. But that's exactly right. The um
0: the next track listings that we have is a bit of a mixed track. We've got um uh, one kicking it off, a band that we've had on the show um before. Uh, this is Like em Throat with Like a Ghost here on Camber Metalheads. ...was Red B with Better Day. Before that, you heard Like em Throat with Like A Ghost. Um, and that's all we got time for in this show. It was good catching up with the guys from Witch skull ...running through that interview, playing three of their tracks. Like I said before, we played all those ones from vinyl. So it's got that LP lo-fi sound.
1: Yes. And having our little Doom feature.
0: Doom feature, the yeah. Josh Nixon special. It's been a pretty good show all up um, with the Doom... ...and also a couple of mixed tracks. you got the gig guide in... So uh, yeah, it's been good catching up, and um, make sure that you um, check out the social media pages. We've got Canberra Metalheads is on um, Facebook, Instagram, and also we have a big cartel site. It's under Metalheads Ltd. One word at Big Cartel. We got a link in our um, bio on Instagram, and also if you hit the uh, shop now option on Facebook, you can check that one out as well. Got our shirts for sale as well as the uh, South Coast stuff on that same website. So uh, it's worth worth looking looking at, keeping an eye. Helps out for us stuff.
1: get out and see bands and uh, talk to people and gets yep. us around.
0: That's right, man. Um, that get, we
1: can cover this shit for you guys.
0: That's right, yeah. It help helps out everything that we do and makes it all uh, help helps keeps the uh, helps keep the wheels turning. <laughs> But yeah, until next time, uh, thanks for tuning in, listening to Canberra Metalhead Show. You've been listening to Marky Malpas and and... JDK. To close out the show, we've got a band that we've had on the show before, Grand Duke with Space Between the Stars. And until next time...
1: Sparkle, sparkle, motherfuckers. Keep it metal. Stay brutal.